Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Joining us now is David Redmond, and we've spoken with Colonel Redmond before, retired Lieutenant Colonel of the Canadian Forces, former Executive Director of the Alberta Emergency Management Agency. And uh, David, thank you so much for coming back on the program. And you sent me an email the other day. I sent a lot of people. I was one of the people on the list. And it has to do with the COVID-19 alternative UK timeline. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I'd like to talk to you about some of the things that you included in your email, which take me back to our first conversation. And you wrote in part, ruling our provinces and territories with fear and daily changing opinion polls, our premiers and MOH, so medical officers of health, have caused massive harm. Please go ahead. Hi, Roy, and thanks for having me back. The the email I sent and the attachment is a, is a complete description of the difference between leadership and lack of leadership. Our premiers were supposed to be in charge of pandemic. They had pandemic plans. They had been written in advance. And what should have happened when the pandemic was declared, in fact, before the pandemic was declared, they should have taken those plans. And with a full cross-government governance team, they should have tailored the plan to match the actual disease that was coming at us. That didn't happen. Instead, they abrogated their responsibility of leadership and handed the leadership to the medical officers of health. The medical officers of health then defined the wrong aim right from the start, which in their minds was to stop everyone from catching COVID, when the actual aim should have been to minimize the damage of COVID on our provinces. So, so, the email I sent, I'm pointing out that the premiers haven't done their job, and that's exactly what the author, Russell David, did looking at the entire UK response. He said that the prime minister of their country abrogated his responsibility and that the results would have been completely different if he had not. And it would have been different, he writes, if David Cameron had been prime minister. If, if One of the things that we always have to look at is the difference between countries. And here in Canada... The response to a pandemic is predominantly in the hands of the premiers because they own the healthcare system province by province. So I put the blame squarely on the backs of the premiers and and the fact that they didn't follow their own plans. Yes, at the national level, they had a conspirator in the prime minister who was daily handing out billions of dollars to keep healthy people hiding in their homes. But the fact remains is the premiers should have followed the, their own plans. They knew that what we call non-pharmaceutical interventions and what we now call as lockdowns do not have significant impact either on the spread of a disease or on the deaths caused by a disease. So but they use them as their primary method to respond to this pandemic and never should have. Dave, if we now, we now look at this third wave and these variants and the increases in numbers of people who are... Uh, testing uh, positive for COVID and winding up in the hospitals, the ICUs are very busy, as we've heard doctors say to us. Does this, does the whole idea of the in-place pandemic planning that was already done and ready and waiting for a pandemic, which happened, and as you've told us before, the government's just pushed to the side once they, once it got started, the pandemic got started, would those pandemic plans still hold water today, given where we are medically with the COVID uh, pandemic? Absolutely. And, and the point of them is, is you either lead through confidence or you hand the country over to fear. 
And what people don't realize, first of all, I want to go back to the point that lockdowns do not have a significant impact on the spread of a disease, and yet we're told constantly they do. But what lockdowns do have is a massive collateral damage into mental health, societal health, the crushing of our children's education and socialization, deaths from other severe diseases, and our economy that has been devastated. But those things aren't being discussed by our medical officers of health. They're acting as if lockdowns will save lives when, in fact, they're taking 10 times more than they're saving, if they're saving any. And we've had study after study through this pandemic that reaffirms what we knew before this pandemic, that lockdowns are not effective to significantly stop the transmission of the disease. Why is it that places like Texas, who four weeks ago completely opened, are seeing a drop in their numbers, and lockdown countries are seeing increases in their numbers? Well, the United States is having a uh, great deal more success vaccinating people. They have it was 175 million vaccinations. I think that was the number that I read most recently. And we had a Washington Post reporter on yesterday who said the U.S. will have some surplus of 300 million vaccines by July. What they're going to do with it, we don't know. Um, so, uh, yeah. you, Let me take you to Sweden. Okay, fire away. Let, let's use Sweden as our example. In the country of Sweden, who didn't follow the failed lockdown practices of our provinces, to date they have had 154 people total under the age of 50 who've died of COVID. We know for a fact that a number of them had pre-existing conditions, but even if you take that out, at least double that number die from as traffic fatalities each year in that country. And yet, for some reason, we believe that lockdowns are A, effective. Sweden has done better than us in so many ways. And if you look at people under the age of 50 in Canada, you have a one you have a 50% greater chance of dying of a car accident in Canada than you do from dying of COVID. And yet we're told to constantly be in terror of this disease. Worldwide, COVID in its first year killed just under 2 million people. Pneumonia every year kills 2.54 million people. We're never putting this disease in perspective. That's what the article that I sent you and, and, and all of the other people and CC the premiers on says very yeah. clearly. They never put this in perspective. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.